Hello, welcome to York Street. We hope that this sermon will be an inspiring and impactful one, just what you need at this time. For any of our sermon-based studies, please head to our website at www.yorkstreet.com.au. So grab a cuppa, grab your notebook, whatever you need, and we hope that you enjoy the sermon. Today we're continuing on our, our vision series that, that Tim kicked off last week with Vision Sunday. Does anyone remember our new theme? <laughs> nice, nice. This year, as we add to the legacy of this church community here at York Street, what could it look like to embrace the fullness of joy experienced in a life lived with Jesus? So today we're going to jump into this a bit further and look a bit closer at what Scripture says about joy. Because we soon realise that sometimes we, we think we're chasing joy for our lives and in fact we might be a bit misguided, a bit looking in the wrong places, led by our feelings and our own desires, the, the things we feel like we need, led by our emotions. And we learnt last week that joy isn't merely about being happy, right? Living a life of uh, God-given joy is, well, one, it's, it, it's not contingent on our feelings. And Tim's message last week, he, he mentioned that joy is much more than our emotions. It's a state of being. And secondly, joy isn't attained. It, it, it's a gift given to us by God. It's not something we can strive for. It's not something we can, um, we can attain for ourselves. Yet it's something that is given to us freely by God. And so does anyone remember our key verse for the year? even just maybe the book in the Bible it comes from? John 15, 11. Someone cheated. You can have a wristband. <laughs> Anyone else need a reminder? Hey, um, on, on the way out, you can... Yeah, oh, what a catch. Marjorie just smashed it. That's great. On your way out, make sure you grab a wristband because this is our reminder this year that, um, A... John 15, 11. Uh, but we are called to live a life of complete joy in Jesus. So be sure to grab one of these on your way out. Let's expand this passage just a bit further. Let's look at John chapter 15, starting at verse 9. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remained in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this to lay down one's life for one's friends. And so this is the passage of scripture that we're going to look at time and time again this year to guide us as a faith community here at York Street. And so as we have a deeper look today at this concept of complete joy, let's come before the Lord in prayer, yeah? Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you for who you are and that you see each and every one of us and you want to instill in us your incredible joy. Father, as we come to your word today, would you, would you fill us with an understanding of, of your nature that we haven't experienced before? May we walk from this place full of your incredible joy. Lord, be with us today. In Jesus' name, amen. So as we look around this world, this broken 
world. We're, we're shadowed by despair and disappointment in a world full of grief and brokenness and pain. The world needs some joy, right? Each of us hunger for this, this true, complete, authentic joy. And we try to find a source for it everywhere we look. Everyone wants to be happy, right? If you listen to people, they'll tell you, oh, one day when I retire, I'm going to be so happy. Or when my kids grow up and move out, that's when I'll be happy. Or maybe when I've paid off the mortgage and have that financial freedom, that will make me so happy. But then, see, we're actually looking for more money, more fun, more time in our lives, right? And sometimes these goals aren't even realised. We, we're striving ahead, trying to find, find this, this key to life. And then maybe sometimes we do meet it, but then only to find that actually we want more. We need more. There's even a greater desire behind that one. What if I was to tell you God's agenda doesn't really rank happiness? What if I tell you that God's more concerned about you having joy than he is about you being happy? Happiness deals with external circumstances, right? What's going on around us. And as we, we, we know, sometimes life is favourable. Sometimes, and often, it's not. We can let places or possessions or positions become our source of joy. And in the same way, whilst we can't allow those things to become our source of joy, we sometimes try and place people as that source of joy. And unfortunately, people are a bit like circumstances. They change all the time. And people will inevitably let us down. They, we, th their expectations may not be met by us or, or ours by them. They won't be trying to, but it's inevitable that at some point in our humanness, we could hurt one another. And so people aren't always our source of joy either. Joy in the biblical Greek is this word, kara. Kara is not an experience that comes from favourable circumstances, but it is a gift from God, right, to his believers. Kara is, is described as, as people who rejoice, people who are glad, people who have received joy. And so it seems pretty clear, happiness and joy, certainly not the same thing. See, joy is deeper than happiness. Joy is a matter of your heart. Joy is a matter of your spirit. Because there's plenty of times when I'm not happy. But does it make me lose my faith? Does it make me lose my hope in Jesus? Does it make me lose all joy for life itself? No, it's circumstantial, and we hope that it's fleeting. We hope that there's an end to it. But then there'll be something else. There's always something else. See, this is Jesus, the Messiah, speaking. My joy, he says. For the joy set before him, this is Hebrews 12, for the joy set before him, he endured the cross, scorning its shame, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. We know how this story ends for Jesus. We know his situation. We know what happens to him, and it's far from a happy scenario. But he describes his joy. 
His friends betray him. He gets beaten and whipped and and nailed to a cross, dying in one of the most brutal ways. Yet the scripture says, for the joy set before him. What? It's hard for our human minds to comprehend. What Jesus is teaching us here is that, that not even at the face of death can this world steal the joy he has. The joy he wants to impart to us. The joy he holds in the Father. See, this is where our joy comes from. Real, genuine, complete, authentic joy that we're talking about in Jesus right now. A relationship with Jesus opens this opportunity to have this joy. The money, the time, the fun, they're all great. But even Jesus faces his own death cannot defeat the incredible joy the Father has in us. Jesus said, I I want my joy to remain in you no matter what, no matter what you're going through, no matter what the circumstance, and sets this foundation that has no limitations. You see, this word's a bit controversial, particularly over the past few years, but joy is contagious, right? So when we have joy... If it's this true, complete joy, maybe it just oozes out of us in a perfectly appropriate, COVID-safe kind of way. (laughs) Verses 9 and 10 says, As the Father has loved me, so I have loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. See, when we remain in in his love and, and live our life by his commands, not out of obligation, not out of condition, but out of desire to walk with him, the overflow is joy. And we reflect Jesus' joy to the people around us. But the thing with contagious things is that it tends to spread inadvertently, right? Doorknobs, those kinds of things. When you cough and sneeze... Don't get that close to people. It oozes out of us and and people see us a bit different. What's going on with that person? Not that person, just that person, general person. They they see us a bit different. We, we We look and respond a bit different. It's the joy. It's the it's Jesus inside us revealing himself through his people. Even when we're sad even when we're defeated, even when we're not travelling so well, even when we're disappointed, people can still see the joy in us. When we live our our lives close to Jesus, we start to reflect his complete joy to the world around us. Paul encourages the church at Philippi to rejoice in the Lord. He says in Philippians 4.4, Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again, rejoice. We have an opportunity to praise and thank God for all that he's done for us, even when we don't feel like it, because there's plenty of times we don't feel like it, because that's our emotions leading us, right? We've got an opportunity to push through that, because joy is constant. Our joy is complete. Psalm 23 says, even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. See, some of us have been in this valley a long time. Some of us might have even pitched a tent there. We have no intention of getting out of the valley. But see, with God's joy in us, 
we can't help but respond, right? Yeah, we're in the valley, but we can see the top. Through our joy, through, through what, we, what, we, um, what we offer God in our praise and our worship, we can rejoice, even though it's hard, even though it's tough, even though it hurts. Anybody can shout praise when, when you get that raise or you get healed from something or when things are going good. Of course, we rejoice. But what's it look like to rejoice in the midst of our circumstances? Use it as a weapon against our circumstances. What would that look like? See, complete joy doesn't run out. It's complete, right? It's all you need. It's sufficient. It's enough. There's more than enough. I wonder if you remember that ad from maybe 10, maybe 20, I don't know. Like, clearly I'm not that old. But can you remember that ad where there was like, I feel like a genie on a beach or something, and there was this uh, row of Tim Tams, yeah? And so they were eating the Tim Tams, and then just by magic or the Holy Spirit or something, then (laughs) there was more Tim Tams, and it refilled again. See, that's what complete joy is like. It doesn't diminish it doesn't deplete. There's enough. There's always enough. More than enough. And when we use it, there's more. And the thing with this joy, as much as sometimes we can't even help it, but we're not called to keep it to ourselves. In fact, we're called to share it, right? Kara, the, the Greek word for joy, is also defined as inner gladness, a deep-seated pleasure. It's a depth of assurance and confidence that ignites a cheerful heart. And it's a cheerful heart that leads to cheerful behaviour. Have you ever come across that kind of scenario where, like, if you just keep doing something, eventually you kind of get the point? Well, maybe just start to be joyful and see what happens. Maybe your behaviour will change. Maybe people will see Jesus' complete joy through you. Maybe just try it. But hey, don't keep it to yourself. Allow people the opportunity to experience it for themselves. Have the conversations. Have the interactions. Spend the time. Don't stay 1.5 metres apart anymore. Get in their face, like appropriately. Probably don't cough and sneeze, like I said. But don't keep it to yourself. If it doesn't feel comfortable, press on. You've got the joy of Jesus in you. If it's awkward, if you don't have the right words, press on. You've got the joy of Jesus in you. Share your complete joy. The joy of Jesus reflecting through you to the world around you. Today and this year, we don't want to only be individuals that have this closeness with Jesus. The whole point of this vision series is for us as a community to engage in a common vision, a common direction. We want to be a church of people who go out there and show the love of Christ to the people in community, the people in your workplace, the people in your school, the people at the coffee shop. Wherever, everywhere. See, community is only the sum of its parts, yeah? So we all have a part to play. And you know that saying, like, there's no I in team, but there's no I in church either. 
yeah? Which I come to learn. <laughs> See, we are the body of Christ. We have a responsibility as a, as a community to remain in him. And we have an opportunity together to share his complete joy with the people we interact with. So what could this year look like for York Street if we did that? If we did that as individuals, if we remained in him as individuals, but if as a community of believers, what could that look like as we share the joy of Christ with those around us? Let's stand together as we pray today. John chapter 15 verse 9 says this, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Now remain in my love. If you keep my commands, you will remain in my love, just as I have kept my Father's commands and remain in his love. I have told you this so that my joy may be in you and that your joy may be complete. My command is this, love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no one than this, to lay down one's life for one's friends. Let's pray together as a community of believers today. Lord Jesus, thank you that you give each and every one of us your complete joy. Thank you for all that you've done to open that relationship with each of us. May we be a group of individuals and a collection of believers here at York Street that that press into you that walk with you, that want to remain in you. Father God, and may, may the reflection of that draw people to us. May we have those conversations, those interactions, that we might share the joy, the love, the grace that you offer to each and every person. Father God, would you be with us in those conversations? Would you be with us and equip us to do your work here on earth? Father God, may we share your complete joy everywhere we go, in each interaction. Lord God, be with us this year as a church community. Father God, would you equip us to share your complete joy everywhere we go. In Jesus' name, amen. If you would like prayer or to find our sermon-based studies, please head to our website or check the description below for a link. If you enjoyed the video, feel free to share the video, like, subscribe, and hit the bell icon for updates of when we release new videos. Remember, life can be tough, so let's do it together.